The episode you are about to experience is extracted from the early archives of the Scream Queer podcast. The audio quality, presentation of topics, views, and overall format may not align with the values and standards of current episodes. These early productions contain graphic sexual descriptions and content. Listener discretion is advised. Submit your questions to ScreamQueerCast at gmail.com or by submitting them to the Instagram at ScreamQueerPodcasts and catch new episodes every Tuesday morning wherever podcasts are streamed. Remember to rate and subscribe. Welcome to the Scream Queer Podcast with Ralph Anthony. The following content contains topics describing graphic violence, strong sexual content, explicit language, and elements that may not be suitable for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. On November 13th, 2022, in the early hours of the morning, four students who attended the University of Idaho were fatally stabbed to death. The students lived in a rented off-campus home in the town of Moscow, Idaho. The home was three stories and had six bedrooms with two on each floor. Three of the female victims, Zana Kernadol, Madison Mogan, and Keely Gonclaps were residents of the home. The one male victim, Ethan Chapin, was staying the night with his girlfriend, Xana. Two other female roommates were present during the killings, but they were asleep on the bottom floor, which some news outlets dubbed the basement. On the evening prior, November 12, 2022, Xana Kernadol and boyfriend Ethan Chapin were on campus at a Sigma Chi fraternity party. They returned to the home at approximately 1.45 a.m. Best friends Madison Mogan and Kaylee Gonclaps had gone out to a sports bar, food truck, and were seen getting into a rideshare vehicle, arriving back at the house by 1.56 a.m. Between the hours of 3 a.m. and 4 a.m., the four students were stabbed to death on the third and second floors. The walls in all rooms were splattered with blood. Later on that morning, no calls to 911 were made until 11.58 a.m. One of the surviving roommates called authorities from her cell phone begging for help for an unconscious person. The door to the home was open when authorities arrived at the scene. There was no sign of forced entry, missing items, or damages to the property. The two surviving roommates were accompanied by close friends at the home when police arrived. One of the survivors called a friend for help when she believed one of her roommates on the second floor was unconscious and unable to wake up. All four victims were pronounced dead at 12 p.m. I have so many questions. There's so many questions. Like, whether... Was there... It said there was blood. There was blood 
smeared, splattered on the walls. How did this roommate not see that? Like, I, I don't understand. And then saying that they were unconscious unless they had blackout curtains or it was completely pitch black was there no blood on the body because if you get stabbed the blood is going to seep through clothing or or bedding like sheets comforters all of that i'm just i it was just so bizarre as to how the two survivors handled the whole situation and then they waited super long it's just so, like, mind-boggling. Like, I can't wrap my head around it. I mean, unless they were, like, truly scared or just freaked out. I mean, I, I don't even know how I would react in that in that whole situation. But it was just so bizarre. And, and that's why I felt that it, it was them. It was the two survivors. But authorities ruled them out and more and more tips and emails to the police department were going through. As the investigation took forth, due to the lack of information about it to the public, users and self-proclaimed psychics on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok were putting out a large amount of false claims, rumors, and speculation. Authorities had been overwhelmed with these false claims causing disruptions and setbacks in the investigations. The Moscow Police Department stated, and I quote, there is speculation without factual backing, stoking community fears and spreading false facts. People harassing or threatening those potentially involved with the case could face criminal charges. The Lada County Coroner conducted autopsies on the four victims on November 17, 2022. She said they all appear to have been stabbed several times with fatal wounds in the chest and upper body with a large knife. One victim appeared to have defensive stab wounds on her hands and possibly the others appeared to have tried to fend off the murderer. The victims may have been attacked while sleeping in their beds while none showed signs of sexual assault. On November 23, 2022, the Moscow Police Department held a press conference. The police chief stated that authorities had received a number of tips including that Kaylee Gonklafs allegedly had a stalker. They were unable to verify that claim or identify any such individual at that time. After receiving thousands of tips from the public, on December 15, 2022, police had announced they were searching records of approximately 22,000 Hyundai Elantras of model 2011 to 2013. An Elantra had been recorded by a camera in the area of the murders around the time when they took place. Investigators traced ownership of this vehicle to a local who drove the car with his father to Pennsylvania. They had pre-planned a cross-country trip for the holidays. They had been pulled over twice within an hour for speeding and again for tailgating. Police body camera footage shows the driver wide-eyed looking over his father's body in the passenger seat. 
DNA from the crime scene was obtained and shown to not have belonged to any of the victims. Using public genealogy databases, investigators identified a partial match. All that happened, and they end up making their trip, getting to wherever it is that they were getting to, which was their family home. And now we have a name, and we are getting closer and closer and closer to the truth. On December 30th, 2022, 28-year-old Brian Koberger was arrested by FBI SWAT at his parents' home in Monroe County, Pennsylvania. He was arrested on four counts of first-degree murder and one felony count of burglary. One rumor came out after his arrest. I believe it was on TikTok. And it was, it stated that while he was being taken by authorities he was heard saying did you get the others now this is a rumor this is this i'm not claiming that this is facts maybe there was one other person but i don't know this is just my opinion and my like outlook and, and viewpoint but i just something doesn't feel right and i feel like there's there's more there's there's more people out there who know as the days gone on after his arrest more and more info has come out and he was a criminal justice major he had just graduated washington state university and the pullman campus is about 10 miles west of moscow which is 10 miles of where the murders took place. And then there's just like a bunch of rumors on just fucking TikTok and social media. There's like rumors like, because remember how the girl had uh, had mentioned that she had a stalker and allegedly he had, he had killed one of the girls more brutal than the others. But that's all hearsay. And we are... Like I said, we are getting closer and closer to finding out the actual fucking truth because he appeared in front of a judge in Monroe County, Pennsylvania. He waived his extradition so his case can be expedited and he can be transported to Idaho to face murder charges there. So when that happens we i hopefully we will get more answers i've been wanting to cover this story for quite some time since it happened back in november but i just i wanted to wait a little bit because there just wasn't that much info out like just the fact that these four college students were murdered and everything was just so bizarre and there was not really any info and that goes back to why people on social media were making shit up. And I, I don't want to be one of those like tabloid outlets. Like I'm not the fucking news. I cover horror, true crime. And I do have a special segment that, I, that I'm going to introduce in future episodes. But that's all coming soon. But I, I'm not a news outlet. But I do like to talk about true crime. And this is true crime. So... I'm pretty sure when more info comes out, I will be covering that on a future episode. But I'm just, I was really happy for the the families when I found out that a suspect is in custody because, damn it, these families deserve justice. And I'm not saying that by this suspect being caught, they're going to get their loved ones back because the reality is, is they're not. But to know that the 
fucking sick asshole who did this to their daughter, their sister, whoever is behind bars and they can get justice. I haven't been answering as many questions as I've been wanting to. And I think I want to dedicate the last like 10 minutes to answer as many fucking questions as possible. What are some ways to put myself out there for dating? I'm gay and slightly on the heavier side. I've tried to go out to bars and clubs, but I'm always intimidated by the culture. Some ways to put yourself out there is to just fucking jump out there and like go for it i the gay clubs are pretty inclusive now with all body sizes and all all you know um go-go dancers now there's like there's there's heavier guys dancing which i fucking love there's guys with bellies dancing my best advice to you is to get the fuck out of your head you've got one life just fucking dive in what's the worst that can happen someone's rude to you okay stand your fucking ground Walk the other way. Like, you you don't have to put up with people's shitty attitudes. You don't. Go home, get up, and try again. Try a different spot. Maybe try it out of town. Just, just don't not go because you're intimidated by gay culture. All right, and then the last question I'm going to do, let's see... Uh... I love you so much. I've been enjoying the podcast and listening to you just brightens my day. I think you're fucking hilarious. I've also been thinking of starting a podcast, but can't seem to get over all of the work it seems like it is. Also, have you dealt with negative people along this journey? What would be your best advice? Best of luck. P.S. My favorite episode so far has been the one where you discuss doppelgangers and your experiences with bullies. Thank you so fucking much. I just fucking did it. I was getting in my head a lot. Like... Are people going to like me? But who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? Do it for yourself. Put yourself out there and see what the fuck happens. My best advice to you is to just fucking do it. Have a plan. Have topics that you want to talk about. If you want to do it with segments. If you want to do it like a conversation. If you want to be messy like me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But just just go into it prepared. And at least try and like sound like you know what you're talking about just get out of your head make sure you have a plan on what you want to talk about make sure you have an intention of why you're doing this podcast and have topics and your main goal should be to make yourself happy and everything else should come second as long as you're happy doing it, that's what matters. It's when you lose your happiness, then none of this shit matters anymore. Don't focus on numbers. Don't focus on on other shit because I can tell you as much as people told me not to do that, I fucking did it. And I think that's what kind of got in my head because when I released the first few episodes, I was getting kind of down on myself because I felt like I wasn't being supported by the people I thought I was going to be supported by. And you know what? That's okay. That is okay. And on that note, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of Scream Queer. I love you guys 
all so fucking much. I appreciate you. I appreciate the support. I appreciate the love. Please, 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 please do not hesitate to reach out for it. Maybe it's feedback. Maybe you want to send me a question, a horror story, a paranormal story, a sex story. Please do not be shy to reach out at Scream Queer Podcast on Instagram, screamqueercast at gmail.com for email and the NGL link that I post on my Instagram. So thank you all so fucking much. I will talk to you all on the next episode. Until then, bye.